This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Friday, this is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in beautiful radio vision on BYU-Radio and BYU-TV. It is Friday, July 3rd. I hope you are enjoying your 4th of July weekend wherever and however you are joining the show. We welcome you to a holiday special, Best of BYU Sports Nation. Obviously, we celebrate the red, white, and blue on the holiday. Specifically, it's all about the blue today on BYUSN. We will relive some of our favorite moments from our two-hour BYU Sports Nation football media day special with the likes of the Heisman Trophy contender Taysom Hill, his running back mate Jamal Williams, and the elite one, Mitch Matthews, the great receiver, and some defensive perspective from Bronson Kafusi as well. We'll start with Taysom Hill, the quarterback, the senior, as he comes back for what we hope is a memorable senior season, and part of that obviously is staying healthy. And we ask him about that. How do you stay healthy? Do you change any part of your game? But first, we recently shot a laser tag commercial with Taysom, and naturally, to no one's surprise there, he is uber competitive. And we mentioned that laser tag off the top of the interview and reference it perhaps being a good team-building activity, which he gave this response to. Yeah, laser tag in that setting would be awesome. <laughs> but we did. We actually did one better. So we went paintballing yesterday okay. as a team. And uh, that that was really fun. And the uh, consequence for losing in that was much worse than laser tag, you know, <laughs> being hit oh, by one of those paintballs. And oh, you get just hit by a paintball. The paintball. Yeah, naturally. I thought you, like, lined them up after or something. No, but, I mean, there's guys leaving the field with blood. You know that uh, after oh, being all hit. in, well, yeah, then. all in. Who's all the in. most competitive uh, paintballer on the team? Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, Taron Howe, he was out there in like an army like <laughs> like jacket that he strapped on with no shirt underneath. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is he and, doing? And, and at one point, he he found a piece of wood somewhere. I don't know, and he had it like as a shield, so he just like continued to walk up. <laughs> But they had something to protect him from the uh, from the paintball. So awesome. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say Taryn just just because of those reasons. Okay. What kind of emotions are you feeling as you approach media day for now? What is going to be your senior season? Yeah, it's kind of a bittersweet experience, right? As, as I look back on the years that I've I've been here at BYU, and I've got a lot of fond memories, you know, uh, of my experience here, and um, not looking forward to it being over, but I'm looking forward to a senior season and being able to to go out on top. What experience or um thing that's happened to you have have you taken as maybe the most useful as you prepare for this your senior season oh I, I think um the combination of you know blowing the knee out my freshman year and then the ankle injury last year I, and I think the biggest lesson that will, will help me my senior uh, senior season is you know I've realized that you can't replicate these experiences anywhere else in any other environment, right? Playing in front of hundreds of thousands of people, you know, under under the lights on ESPN, ABC, like you name it, like you're not going to have that opportunity ever again. And so I, I think just living the moment as it comes and making the most of it. And I think that translates to right now for me to knowing to make the most of it come September, like I need to make the most of it right now, and it, it's really helped me recover from the injury because rehab can 
can become pretty monotonous at times. Okay, quick question. Are you 100%? Yes. Okay, there you go. Yes. Taysom Hill is 100% as stated on the state of the program as well as on BYU Sports Nation. Getting healthy is is obviously the number one concern when you go through a significant injury. But what have you – I mean, could you do anything to try and get better as a quarterback – Dealing with coming back from an injury? Yeah, there's always things that you can do to become better, right? And I think one of the things that not only we've done, but the coaching staff, Coach Wintrick, has done to create those opportunities for me is they went and visited Tom House, right, the the quarterback guru uh, in San Diego, took a bunch of videos, right, went and spent a couple of days with them, and then they brought all the, that back. And so not only was I able to do those, or am I able to do those right now, but I was able to do them as I was rehabbing, right? When I wasn't able to run, when I wasn't able to do those things, I could always do different shoulder workouts to help me become a better thrower. Did you feel, do you feel like 2015 you'll pick up where you left off in 2014 in terms of passing the ball? Yeah. I, I mean, so this is, this is kind of the standard my mentality as I go into my senior season, right? We were pretty good offensively last year. And, you know, I expect us to do the same thing, but be a little better, right? Like we only graduated a few seniors last year. Um, and, and we should, we should raise the bar, right? We, and, and you guys and, and myself, like we should all expect a little bit more of what we did last year. So what are your expectations for 2015? That said, yeah. So it's really hard right now to not be overly optimistic, right? If you guys were going to ask me, what game are you going to lose in 2015? <laughs> I'm not going to give you one game. Why would right? we ask you that? Yeah. No, it's like, but if you ask, like, what's your record going to be? I'm not going to tell you we're going to lose a football game. Uh, nine right? and four. Nor should yeah, you. Nor you should can. you. Yeah, exactly. That's our job. Yeah, that, that's your guys' job. So, look, I, I would say realistic, like, expectations for me and, and for – us as a team is to to put ourselves in situations to win every football game right and like we're playing in some some great venues some very difficult road games and if we have the opportunity to win every football game we're going to have a successful season and i don't know what that what that's going to translate to as a record but uh we will be successful and that's kind of the the message with us is the key to the season is your health i think that there's not a single game on that schedule where you say there's no chance BYU has to win if, if, you're, uh, if you're in the game and Jamal's healthy and Mitch is healthy and whatnot. So how do you stay healthy this yeah. season? Do you have to uh, – you get this all the time, but do you have to change anything about your game? First of all, that's a lot of pressure you're putting on me here. <laughs> um, it so, is. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that's, that's kind of been the question I've been asked ever since my freshman year. And I didn't really have the right answer. To be honest, I kind of just gave the answer that everybody wanted to hear, right? Like, well, yeah, I'm going to slide. I'm going to do these things. And um, the fact of the matter was, yeah, sometimes I slid and sometimes I didn't. Um, and I was, I was conscious of it. But it's a lot easier to sit and talk about it right here than when you're, when you're in a stadium to actually do it. Split-second decision. Yeah, it's super hard when, when you're doing everything you can to win a football game. And uh, when, when you see a guy laying, laying it all on the line next to you, like, how can you not do that? Um, so this is kind of what I've, through my experience at BYU through the four years, this is kind of what I've concluded, is I, I'm going to do whatever it, it takes to win a football game. Um, and I think where the change is going to take place this year is in the play calling. So we're not going to have as many designed QB runs for me um, 
I'll still run the football game or sorry, run the football, but it will be in broken plays. It'll be me just just making something out of nothing, right? And not as many, you know, up to a gap run. called running plays. Yeah. I think that's where the change is going to take place, and I, I think it'll be a little bit easier to monitor and manage that way. Do it's, you? Yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. It's a delicate balance because I thought at the end of the Houston game, you said, "Listen, I'm going to win this game by just putting my shoulders down to the ground and getting first downs at the end, and then winning." That was a situation where you don't come out hurt. No one criticizes the yeah. going down. Yet Utah State is a freak play. It happens to be the same dude, Brian Sweet, who will forever live in infamy. So, <laughs> so it's it's tough. It's tough. I I guess, how do you respond to people on, are you injury prone? Are you, do you need to, because it seems like, like fans trust your judgment for the most part in terms of when to go and when not to. It's, it's a hard thing, right? And then I, I get two different ends of the spectrum. I have guys that are like, why are you running? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then I get asked this question and they're like, dude, I want you to run. Like, I love watching you run. Um, So I, I think we need to be smart about it. I certainly need to be smart about it. And if I am running, um, hopefully it's because I see a huge opening. I see a huge window. And it'll, it'll allow me to get 10, 15 yards and then slide, right, and get down. Um, if I see the goal line, like, I'm not going down, right? Like, I'm going to do everything I can to score. Um, so I, I, I don't know what, what the right answer. I don't know what that's going to look like, but it's a work in progress. Robert and I said that he is – very comfortable basically opening up the entire playbook to you uh, from his offensive coordinator position. Does that mean that there are going to be more passes? And do you want do you want to pass more? Yeah. Uh, so I've also been asked this a lot, right? I'm a quarterback first, right? Like I would much rather throw a touchdown than I would run one any day. I don't think a lot of people believe you when you <laughs> yeah, say that, I honestly. Know. <laughs> yeah. But look, here's the reality, right? When you're down on the one, two, two yard line, it's much easier to score uh, when you can add an additional blocker, right? When you can take a running back where typically they're handing the ball off to and you say, hey, you're going to be the lead blocker. And then you have a guy that can run the way that I can. It's much easier to score that way. So a lot of those, a lot of those uh, calls are designed quarterback calls, and they work, you know. And so, yeah, it, it is. It, it's hard to believe me when I say those things, right? But um, <laughs> I believe you, Taysom. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, but look, I, I think we will throw the ball more um, this year. We're still going to run the ball because we're really good at it. And uh, as we run the ball, it'll create opportunity for us to, to throw the ball more. Who's the most underrated offensive player? Oh, man. Or players. Yeah. Um, I, I think the guys on, on the O-line, right? I, I think uh, Mitch Mitch gets a lot of hype, and rightfully so. I think Mitch is he's probably one of the best guys that I've ever played with. Some call um, him elite. He is. He is elite. I agree 100%. Um, but, I, look, I think, like, Riker Matthews, right? Like, when he, maybe you guys talk about him, maybe you don't. I don't know. But that dude should be talked about, right? Um, Tooney Knuch, like, that dude should be talked so about. So strong. Um, so I think it's guys like that. Like, Louie, that, that guy's he's going to be really good. People are talking um, here. about him. So I think I think those guys, you know, I think the receivers get talked about enough. I certainly get talked about more than I should probably. Um, but I, th- I think it goes to the O-line. 
with all the hype that comes, and we're a big part of the hype machine. <laughs> that's that's what <laughs> that's we your do. Job. Do you do you do you like it? Do you embrace it, or do you try and ignore it? Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of have like a golden rule, if you will, um, of trying to avoid all media, like reading what's what's uh, written about me and what people say about me. And that came from having conversations with guys like Riley Nelson. Guys like John Beck, Max Hall, right, who have been in my shoes before, and that was that was one of the, the things that they gave me, and and I've tried hard to live by it. Taysom oh, cool. Hill is an elite laser tag player. <laughs> That's what we hear from the commercials. Last last question: Do you feel less pressure this year uh, because undefeated is not necessarily the conversation piece with the schedule? Uh, man, that's I, I think probably more pressure not in the sense of wins but like hey Taysom it's your senior season and look at look at all these other quarterbacks that were seniors and what they did their senior season don't mess it up man (laughs) (laughs) so not not in the sense of like winning games but look and no one has higher expectations for myself than I do so it's easy to manage and you have a wife to go home to at night life is good yeah yeah, life is good. good Taysom Hill, great stuff, man. Good to talk to you. It's good, it's good to be, uh, be on here. All right. BYU Sports Nation continues with more of the current BYU football stars. Jay Swag Daddy is dancing his way to the studio. Wait, is that Ray Lewis or this Jamal BYU Williams? Sports Nation. <laughs> he always brings it. <laughs> BYU Sports Station, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We are simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. As always, use the hashtag BYUSN to join the conversation. At 3 Eastern today, we're going to do a Periscope. You can check it out at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter. We'll tweet that out a little later. We'll take you behind the scenes of BYU Football Media Day, show you Jamal Williams dancing. We'll show you Taysom Hill, how his uh, fibula is just fine and whatnot. Uh, That's coming up 3 Eastern time. Yeah, Taysom told us he's 100%. Another man that BYU football's Robert and I, the offensive coordinator, says will be 100% when the season begins is Jamal Williams. And Jamal, back in studio, looking fresh, man. Thank you. You're definitely the best-dressed BYU football player. I'll give you that much. Yeah, I feel like, uh, what's his name, 007? Williams. Jamal Williams. <laughs> Bronco played that card as well. <laughs> we've had, that's the second 007 yeah. reference we've had today. Because well, Spectre's coming out in November, and it's going to be awesome. Um, this is on radio as well. Can you describe what you've got on today? All right. I got on a visor, and I got my hair growing out. It's almost, it's not like that a... long for you. Yeah. I like yeah. the look, man. I like it. Curly. Curly. Okay. My girlfriend likes curly, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got golden sunglasses? Oh, yeah. Sunglasses. My sister gave it to me. They got like a mirror vision. Mm-hmm. This is, is for the people. Chrome for gold the radio. frame. Yeah. I'm not very descriptive. Ugh. Descriptive. Ugh. I can't say it, bro. Descriptive? There you go. I'm not an author, so I, I'm not very right, imaginary man. right now. <laughs> I got on creamy tan jeans. <laughs> That's how you get descriptive, right? Okay. Yes. I got flower, Hawaiian flowers. And my shoelace is untied, just to let y'all know. It's fresh. And some Nike Pro socks for you guys at home. There there you go. Jamal Williams breaking down his outfit for BYU Football Media Day. And it was planned, wasn't it? This is is something you planned. Look, 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 look. I didn't plan it. They just told me what I was supposed to wear. So, But they didn't. They they only told you, like, white shirt and pants, right? Yeah, of course. So, you know, Jamal has to put something, him in it. So I put the visor on with my... 
with the glasses. Yeah, they, everybody thought this was a wig to go with the visor. <laughs> but I was like, it's all me, baby. <laughs> no, it's that's all your me. hair. And your mom's in studio. Nicole yeah. is uh, hanging out in studio, so it's always fun to have her. The real superstar back there. She's got a blue goggles. Yeah, she's, she's a BYU Sports Nation elite member. Okay, everyone's asking you, so we got to ask you: You 100 percent right now, or will you be 100 percent? I will be 100 percent. Okay, man, that's like. The most annoying question in life. Isn't it? Isn't I promise it though? you. I've been asked probably like 5,000 times already. We're People not going to talk about, about it anymore. You. Man, you know the percentage? You know what percentage I, I say every time? What do you say? Guess. 75. Close. I just say 80. Okay. 80%. 80 is a good percentage of like, oh, he's ready, but he's not hurt. So in November, hurt, you were you know? 80%? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 80 forever. Crutches, 80. Listen, what are we going to do when you graduate? You're, this is, you're approaching your senior season. I, I am feeling, I'm already feeling the, the heart palpitations of losing Jamal Williams. What are we going to do? Man, I don't know. Why are we talking about that? We are you going to cry? The season, man. Are you going to yes, cry? I'm going to cry. Sissy. <laughs> it's all right, bro. I'm going to cry too. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm going to miss y'all. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best part? The best and worst part about being a senior? Hmm. Hmm. I think the best part is like, shoot, everything is like your last. So, like, you feel like you got, like, a real chip on your shoulder. The worst part is, like, it's your last year. So, it sucks. You you ain't got no more college football left. College football is going to be the best football ever in life. NFL is too business, you know, business, too much Everything's all about money, while college football is just about you having fun, enjoying the life of a college student, and just, you know, making people happy. That's an accurate description of what BYU football means to a lot of people, for real. Mm. Uh, you want you want to play in the NFL? Is that a goal? No, I want to be a professional ballerina. Okay. <laughs> what do you need to do this season to make sure you're on an NFL team next year? <laughs> uh, like how I just ignored you? It's fine. <laughs> Um, really, I feel like I have ball protection, um, pass protection I can work on a little more. And if I need to be like, not like a leading blocker, but if I need to go out and block more, I can do that a little better too. My route run is get in there. I can catch the ball, but I feel like I have everything down. I just need some more. It's more about mastering the position, you know? How would you describe the running back core with Algie and Adam and Nate Carter? How how do you rate the running back group this year? Um, we get him. We were a brute type type of group when Paul was here, and um, now we're starting to become more of like a brute slash flashy finesse finesse type. Which ugh, I hate the word. I like I like brute, but we're not there no more. We're like hybrids, you know. Okay. So we get into the hybrid type of group, and um, we we all know how to lower our shoulder and everything, but we're really turning to spin moves and and jump cuts and all types of those things. So it's we're becoming a, a great group. How does the schedule dictate mindset, if at all, Man, going into it? This year, our mindset is eat. We about to eat. Like the dogs we are, I've already had the dog. It's more about helping our teammates get the dog. Like everybody, pieces of the team, we had dogs. Now it's more of getting all the group to have the dog in them. And I can say that everybody's turning to a dog. They might have started out like chihuahuas, but we turning into pit bulls, rock rollers. We ready to eat, man. I don't care who it is. Look my look, look out. 
I'm serious. Like, we ready to eat. I can't wait for the season. I can't wait for Nebraska. We going in barking, ready to eat, showing what we got. Because people still think we're afraid of teams that are bigger and have more exposure than we do. But we just ready for the for the chance to show that we're ready to be a powerhouse team. Bronco Mendenhall said this team is on the hunt, so that would go along with eat. eating. Arr. Okay, eat. there you go. Jamal you, Williams with us on BYU Sports Nation. Do you have something to prove when you play this schedule this season? I mean, people already seen like our schedule is like a losing season for us already. I mean, I've already seen things like on YouTube of people trying to make fun of our schedule already, and it's like it's not. It ain't funny to us because we're gonna show you like what's up, and then you're gonna be feeling. You know, I'm gonna go back on their videos and comment like, <laughs> "Oh, don't don't you feel kind of stupid?" You know, like I'm gonna start laughing. Now I'm gonna put an R on the bottom of it so they know dogs is eating. Motocon for that. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it's not really about what other people think. It's more about how we gonna make them think about us. You know, we gonna make them know what type of team we are. We're type of team that's not gonna turn down no challenge we're going to go out there and we're going to do our best and we're going to work hard what about this team is different than the other three teams you have played on Hmm. man i feel like i know you talked about the dog mentality but is is there anything else along with that um is i feel like it's more of the whole team being good at the same time you know uh, my freshman year, you know, the defense was outstanding, but on the offense, we kind of low-key struggled a little bit, and it's not like we can get balanced at the same time. So I feel like this year is the time that we're all just great as a team all together on all three sides, special teams, offense, and defense. So I expect great things for our defense to do the same thing they did uh, my freshman year when – everything they didn't let nobody score had like six points you know I expect them to do the same thing this year while this year for offense we're just going to keep scoring no matter what get over our our point goal for every game and just run over teams at G Hanson 25 has a question for you what are your goals for the team this year Uh, my goal is to have a 10 plus win season and to win our bowl game hopefully our bowl game is in Vegas Want you want Vegas more than Hawaii? Yeah. Okay. Hawaii's too far. It's it's free, though. It's a trip. It's far. Family can't make that. <laughs> so, yeah. Need family at the game. All, all about okay, Vegas. Vegas it is. Yeah. Bronco Mendenhall was asked about the prospect of potentially playing Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl. How would you respond to the prospect of playing Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl? That's great. I, that's great. That's great. Do you want one more shot at him? Honestly, yeah, but it's not like, you know, the the rival thing, you know, I'm still not, I want it, but it's not like in me to hate them, hate them, you know, I just don't, but I do want a shot at like winning one before I leave. So winning a Utah game would mean a lot to me to win one. We shot a commercial recently uh, together and it's airing today. Oh, uh, yeah. On what was that experience like? It was funny because I was just watching it. It was like, wow, we really made a commercial together. I'm like, <laughs> I'm really Tyler Halls now. I'm a Tyler Halls man. Like, That's the peak, Tyler Halls? Bro, he had, wasn't he like, he was the first one to have the commercial. We did a, com- yep, we did a commercial like that where yeah. we're, in a, we're in a space 
where you don't see us. We're just yeah, because we hang out in your your uh, we hang out in your closet. You're getting some clothes, <laughs> yeah, which isn't weird We're, at all. Nope, not yeah, weird not at all. A, when I saw this script for that, I thought this is a little odd. Let's just yeah, do it. Like I'm not going to see two middle aged. Middle-aged? Vanilla man in Sorry, my closet. Okay, one of those statements was accurate. The other was not. <laughs> Do you know how old we are? What are you, 35? Is, 30, 30, is 35 Is 35 middle-aged? Middle aged? Bro, you there. You there? Okay. How old are you? I'm 31. Ooh, how old are you? Guess. You in the 30s, though, aren't you? I'm 33. Ooh, y'all old. <laughs> We are not old. We are not, we are not continuing this conversation Dude, any you, further. Compared to you, man, what are you, 20? It's Yeah. There you go. Hey, let's, let's end with an important question. Who's going to carry the banner as the fashion expert for BYU football when you're gone? Hmm. Can you pass that along through the season? I don't know who, though. I really, um, shoot. My fashion expert. This is your homework. I'm going to have to find Okay. I'm going to find somebody and then I'll get back to you old old man with that, okay? That's that that's fair. BYU Sports Nation homework. Wow. It's a new <laughs> thing. We are middle-aged old men, Jeremy. Yeah. How do you feel about that? The next thing on there, I'm going to bring two canes and you can put them up here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> cool. We we know what we are. Hey. Yeah. Jamal? Yes, sir. Everything aside, we wish you the best, man. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck in the approaching season. Great to talk to you. You the best, man. You still young to me, bro. Keep it sexy. <laughs> Up next, the elite one, Mitch Matthews in studio. Elite? BYU Sports Nation continues on Media Day 2015, all things BYU football on BYU TV and BYU Radio, broadcasting live from Studio B. Download the show podcast on iTunes. You do not want to miss what has been happening in Studio B today. There's a workaholics principle to what's happened here today. It's gotten weird several times. <laughs> <laughs> right after BYU Sports Station is done, we have web chats with Lauren Franken. That's coming up on BYUtv.org. Also, four decades of dominance coming up for Eastern Time and empty Studio A right now, but later... That will fill up with a bunch of guys who have won a ton of games, scored a bunch of touchdowns, had a bunch of picks. That's coming up before Eastern. BYU adds Toledo to the 2016 schedule, solidifying 12 of 13 games. That schedule is unbelievable. We have sent it out a couple of times on our BYU Sports Nation account. You can take a look. The Toledo Rockets, pretty good. Group of five team, 9-4 and four last year. They were ranked as well, so this is a good ad for BYU. No slouch. Plus, times announced for September 12th versus Boise State and Provo. That's on ESPN2 at 8.15 Mountain Time, 10.15 Eastern. And then Friday, October 2nd, UConn and Provo, ESPN2, 10.15 Eastern as well. Joining us now, our next guest, who I have dubbed the Elite One, Mitch Matthews in Studio B, rocking Jamal's gold sunglasses. <laughs> they, they did the handoff as they were... Well, Mitch was coming into the studio and Jamal was leaving. And uh, you pretty took, elite glasses. You took it up one, Mitch. You no, got the Jim McMahon headband on as well. These are actually mine, but they're real gold. So mine, I actually <laughs> one-upped him. Made bit, of yeah. real gold. Those will bend really easy in the uh, heat. <laughs> Careful, man. How much social media response, or just response in general, have you gotten surrounding the elite conversation? I've actually gotten a bunch. Uh, it'll be grocery store to... <laughs> Matthews, I think you're elite. <laughs> I was, it'll be in St. George. I went down and golfed and went to the gym one day and this guy 
he passed me and gave me a funny look. Then he turned around and came back and yelled it in front of the whole gym. Matthews, you are elite. My <laughs> so I'll get it'll be it'll be weekly for sure. It doesn't end. Oh, it doesn't okay. end. And no, no one's gonna come up to you and say, "Dude, you're not elite, bro." <laughs> yes, maybe run. they're lying to me. I don't know what it yeah. is. Maybe they're lying. Yeah, but. no one's gonna do that. We shot a commercial as as well with you, uh, which is I. Let's see. I haven't seen that one. I don't know if that one's going to air today. I don't think that one's. They may be today. holding that one for. <laughs> it's elite, so we're going to hold it to the begin fall. And Thank the eliteness yeah. starts yeah. to take place. What was that commercial like? The uh, oh, when we were bowling. Yeah, it was awesome. Bowling and playing basketball with. Uh, that's right. Playing. That's right. Bowling and basketball. So uh, it was a lot. Don't, of fun. don't give away the plot. Yeah, but what yeah. was it like? It was, yeah. it was awesome. You know, being able to dominate you guys to be able to show you who's boss, I think it was the best part Nobody about it. He said anything about dominating us. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we, we, tell. It's going to post-production, so we can make a, a few It'll tweaks. A few tweaks, huh? a few video we, edits. We, we did uh, send out a Vine as well. Uh, That's right. Of you bowling a strike. That? Do we have it? It, was, it, only took one, s- it only took one try. I said, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was only one try. try. That's right. I, I misremembered. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Matthews, the senior receiver, joining us in studio B on BYU Sports Nation. Just talked to Taysom and Jamal, two of your senior teammates. Um, how are you feeling approaching uh, your senior season at BYU? It's something special. Uh, I love the guys that I play with. Um, man, Taysom and Jamal, those guys have leadership written inside of them. And I think that culture will beat scheme. Culture will beat speed. Culture will beat anything on the football field. And I think that uh, us three on the offense, being at the head of it um, with leadership and experience, I think that we, we demonstrate that. And the guys want to play with us, and they know we've been there. This receiver group is interesting to me because you do lose, lose Jordan Leslie, uh, but you bring back just about everybody else and you add Nick Kurtz. What can we expect from this group this year? A, a tall bunch. You know, I... I so we'll, me and Nick will be walking into a grocery store. We'll go shopping or something, and without fail, they'll think me and Nick are on the volleyball team every time. They'll say, like, <laughs> it, it, they'll bring their son over and say, come meet the guys from the BYU basketball team because we just look like basketball players. So we got the height there. I think it'll be something unique for, for our team to have two guys on the field at, at some point sometimes that are 6'6". So it'll be special. How good is Nick? Because I think a lot of people have pretty high expectations for him, especially the way he played in junior college and the way he was recruited. Yeah, I mean, incredible player, got great size, and he can move really well for his size, and that's what makes someone this dominant. And I think that uh, mentally he, he's ready to go because he had a tough uh, start of the season last year with a broken foot, and that's not what he expected. And so he's hungry, and I think that'll be great. And I, I live with the guy, and uh, so I – I, uh, I know exactly where his heart at and mentally where he's at. He's ready to go. Mitch Matthews caught nine touchdowns, 922 yards in 2014, set a school record with 16 receptions in a single game against Nevada. He is on BYU Sports Nation. You had some good moments last year, but you, you made it a point to tell me right after the bowl game, like, I'm, we're going to come back better. I'm, I'm going to be better. Where do you feel like you have improved the most? I'm an individual. I think I've improved a ton, and I'm a guy that – Every time I step on the field, I want to get better. And so from fall last year to spring this year, I improved. And I think I let people know that I did improve. And I think that it was noticed. And I think that I have a chip on my shoulder that eight and five, three years in a row is not where I want to be uh, for me personally. And so I think that my leadership has stepped up. Um, my experience uh, that I have under my belt has been demonstrated throughout my game. And I think that tightening little screws is going to what's going to get me to the next level for my personal endeavors. And I think for this team especially, uh, leadership skills and being able to show that look, I've been here, I've done this, I've, I've caught touchdowns, I've, I've dropped balls before, I've caught balls, I've, I've had great catches, and I think that um, 
I, I have the, the whole package to be a leader and a guy that makes big plays this year. What do you need to do this season to, to possibly be an NFL draft pick next year? I think I need to have a year like I did last year. I think two years in a row um, of a year like I did last year would be great. I, something that I talked to Coach Mendenhall about is what does it take to get there? And he says you need to string two years like you did last year together in a row, and guys will know exactly who you are, and they'll want you because of your size and your ability. So that's something for me personally. I, I want to demonstrate through that, through winning games especially. We need to win more games to be able for our guys to be draft worthy, and I think that's most important, but along with – with wins comes a great season, and that's what really what we want as teammates. I just asked Jamal Williams this question. I'm asking it to you, and that is, what will set this team apart compared to the previous teams you have played on? So I, my true freshman year, I played with the Max Hall, Dennis Pitta, Andrew George, those guys, and it was incredible. The leadership they had, and, uh, man, it was so fun to see as a true freshman coming in and, and going 11-2, and two, finishing 12th in the country and winning our bowl game against a Pac-12 school. That it was special you know, finishing 12th in the country like that. And going 8-5, and five, it's just like, who are we? Do people know who we are? When I go back home to Oregon, do we talk about BYU or do we talk about University of Oregon? You know, so I think that um, being noticed, beating the best teams and the best venues, I think that that is really my goal for this season. I think that we have the leadership this year coupled with ability to be that team we had in 2009, if not better. Not to mention the schedule to get noticed. Totally, I agree, yeah. Do you catch yourself watching any YouTube clips of opponents from this year at all ever, just just to see what's there? Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen highlights and everything. I'll, I'll watch like the draft, and you'll see uh, little clips of the team, and you'll go look up certain guys or who's their quarterback or who are their DBs or who's transferring who where, and you'll you'll look it up, and it just gets you so antsy to go, and it gets me fired up. What makes a receiver, and this is all serious, elite in your mind? Man, I. Uh, that's a tough one. I think that just by when you, if you were to go watch any game, a random game, do you see them and do they stand out? Do you just watch film and watch, look at the center of the screen and do they stand out to you? And then you go look at their stats. Do they have you know, a good amount of touchdowns? Do they have this? But I think most importantly, because guys are in different offenses. You know, Amari Cooper last year, the best receiver in the country, was thrown to so many times and he succeeded. Right? Some guys are in running offenses. And they don't get any balls, but they can still be an elite receiver and a draft pick based on how well they play the game and mm-hmm. how good they are and how they, well they can play at the next level. So I think it's a lot of factors. And that is the question, isn't it? That is the question. <laughs> that it is. Related to elite. We have some fan questions we want to get in here. Let's do it. Uh, at McMullen underscore Blake. How did you get so good at dunking? <laughs> I didn't even play basketball in high school. but I played, Really? I played, yeah, I played baseball. Oh. But I remember going to the gym all the time, just playing pickup ball and like, who could do the coolest dunk out of your friends is always the thing to do at, at the 24-hour fitness or whatever. And so I always, I always grew up doing it. I'm obviously tall, but um, I, uh, I got my mom's jeans. She's a volleyball player, and so I, I can jump a little bit. And so I've always been practicing. I still practice, and I think it, I think it helps my football game too. Being able to get up and, and dunk a ball is just like playing football. This from at P Flash Flood, and this is something I want to know as well. Has BYU's involvement of the pass game changed at all going into this year? Yeah, I think that uh, when Taysom Hill is on the field, we win more than when he's not on the field. And I think keeping him healthy is going to be huge. And when the ball's in the air and he's not getting hit, I think that we'll keep him healthy. And if, if we're completing tons of passes and they have to play cover three, then there's no way you can stop Taysom Hill. So it's, it, it makes a dangerous combination when the ball is in the air coming out of his hand. So they have to change their defense around. And when the second you slip, he's gone. So I think that is what makes a great team. And when he's on the field, we beat great teams. 
When you look at uh, Taysom Hill's health, obviously that's one of the keys to the season. Make sure that he's healthy. Do you, since two of the last three years, a backup have played significant time, do you need to get a rapport with Tanner Mangum and Bo Hodge in fall camp, just in case? Yeah, I think that's something that in this type of offense with this type of uh, um, with this type of quarterback who runs the ball a lot, I think that you need to recognize that that is it's a possibility. But it's something that I focus my time on Taysom Hill and mm-hmm. that – I guess me and Tanner or Bo, whoever it is, will need to get quickly uh, acclimated with each other, just like me and Christian. Luckily, me and Christian have played together for enough years. It was really easy for us, but we're focusing on, on winning games and not patchwork coming into the season. What is the most exciting part about the schedule that you face? Uh, the awesome venues. I think that's great. I think we're on ESPN more than we ever have been, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that... We are in some great venues with people watching, and I think that we, when we win those big games, we get noticed. When we beat Texas, it seems like the whole country knows. So we go to Michigan, Nebraska, Missouri, UCLA. Everyone in the country is going to know when BYU, when, you know, when BYU wins, and they're going to be able to talk about that and get more national recognition and, and play at a big ball game this end of the year. Who's the most underrated, uh, underrated receiver on the team? Wow. Can I even go there? Underrated can I, receivers? Can I, can I go there? Um, I think that uh, we have four guys right now. We have three seniors and a junior, uh, me, Devon, Kurt, and Nick, that have established themselves to the top four guys as of right now going into fall camp. And I think that the more we use us four, I think that uh, will be huge. I think last year me and Jordan caught a lot of the balls, right, and no one else really did. But I think Devon and Nick and Kurt have a lot to prove. But they, they, to- they completely can, if that makes sense. They have the ability to do so. And I think that those guys are underrated right now but have the ability, just like any other receiver in the country, but need to show that, and they can do that. Throwing Mitchell Jurgens, Colby Pearson, both inside guys, guys who made yeah, some totally. catches. Yeah, yeah, and you're just talking about outside yeah, guys. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Taron Houck in the inside. Yeah. The elite one, Mitch Matthews. Brought it, uh, he brought it <laughs> in Studio B. <laughs> oh, hey, gosh. you rock that card with pride, my friend, okay? Do I, really? I, I, need, that, I need that shirt, man. I, I got I to gotta rock it. I'm not going to take it off. Are you signing stuff now? You leave Mitch you, Matthews? Yeah, hashtag elite. I, I do. <laughs> not number 10. It's hashtag elite. You're on underneath. We created a monster. Jeez. <laughs> and I love it. Mitch, great stuff, man. Good luck in the approaching season. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. That was an elite interview. That was... That was good. Gosh. Wow. <laughs> is, this, is this an elite look or what? Yes. Here comes Bronson Kafusi. This is BYU Sports Nation. He looks Nation. hungry. I'm scared. Bronson. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. Hey, coming up at 3 Eastern time, we're going to do a Periscope session. Uh, so check that out on Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation. And, of course, Four decades of dominance coming up for Eastern right after this show. Uh, web chats with Lauren Frankham. Check that out. Down Periscope. Yes. There you go. You I, like that? Yep. That's the name of it. <laughs> the other one's even weirder. Meerkat. <laughs> Send us your questions Meerkat? for our guests today using the hashtag BYUSN. Our final guest in studio B during this two-hour BYU Sports Nation special is a guy we have very high expectations for, and a guy who holds even higher expectations for himself, Bronson Kafusi. Bronson, welcome back to Studio B. Hey, thanks. Good to be here. He's got the glasses. Yeah, he has the glasses, backwards. but you're, look, you're a defender, right? Yeah, I don't wear these flashy things, you know, so I've got them backwards. Okay, good enough. <laughs> yeah. What is your official position on the defense this year? Man, I don't know. Whatever they want me to do, <laughs> I, I think I'm just Wrong, what are you? <laughs> Whatever you call a defensive end, outside linebacker. Are you? Uh, what do you, you call that? Have you seen Jurassic World? <laughs> I have. 
That's me. Indominus Rex. Indominus it's, it's Rex. A, it's it's a we go with that? hybrid. That. Yeah, I don't want to give away the plot <laughs> for those that haven't seen it, but it's a mix of a couple of different dinosaurs. Okay. That work? <laughs> yeah, that works for me. Indominus Defender. As an Indominus Rex Indominus Defender, whether that be on the defensive line or as an outside linebacker, what do you feel like you do best going into your senior season? Uh, I really feel like I can cause some havoc in the backfield um, You know, when they're passing that ball. So... That's that's where I like to be. Whether it's outside linebacker, I don't care where I'm coming from. Coming from the safety spot, I just want to rush. <laughs> so I feel like wherever they put me, that's where I'm going to be. When you line up at safety, we will we will mark that down. <laughs> safety. <laughs> um, the next Aaron Francisco, Brunson Kafusi. When so you're most comfortable when you rush the passer. That's yeah, what you want on the do. line. Yeah. Okay. Did you get comfortable at any point in coverage as a linebacker? Then? Uh, you know, certain certain types of coverage. I, I like and got comfortable with, you know, when we're zoning off. Uh, but when you're covering that 4-2 guy, you know, you're never going to be comfortable when you're my size. So running with that guy, uh, yeah, that's, that's a challenge. <laughs> How have you gotten better specifically this offseason? Man, I feel like for me this offseason, uh, I feel like I've really been working on just the mental aspect of the game. So I can think faster, make more plays, and that's what I want to do as well. You know, physically, I feel like I've really worked on my first step, getting that faster and striking. I want to be able to strike uh, at, in, at any place on the field and really be physical. Uh, it felt like the defense at times last year was lacking. Um, I, the rush was there, but getting to the quarterback and actually securing the sack or the tackle for loss, mm-hmm. right? How, how will you guys maybe be better in that position this year at actually creating a, a few more sacks? Yeah, uh, you know when you, when you run the defense that we run it's a, in a three-four, you have your big guys up front. A lot of times, those big guys are made to stop the run, not to get not to get after the passer. So my job is to be able to do both, so that we can get after the passer, give our DBs a break, and you know finish those plays. What are your conversations like with Bronco Mendenhall when you're discussing specifics and how you want to get better as a defense? Uh, he 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 really stresses to me uh building that culture a culture of you know hard work grit uh doesn't matter where you're at what point in the game the defense goes out there you're going to make a stop doesn't matter the yardage down or distance you got to have confidence in yourself so being able to build that as a defense that's what we talk about with the secondary losing some key figures and there's five or six guys that played a ton you know the last couple of years what can you do as a defensive line to alleviate maybe the pressure on the DBs to make plays? Hey, we're their best friends, and you know they are dust as well. So we work together, and uh, we just have to get back there. I mean, you might not get a sack, but if you're making the quarterback move outside the pocket, move his feet, uh, if he's worried about you, if you're always there around him, you're going to get in his head, and he's going to make some, make some errors. Do you have any specific goals in terms of like numbers or things that you want as an individual this year in terms of sacks or you know pass knockdowns, pass breakups, things like that? Have you set numbers for yourself? Uh, not yet, but I will. I I mean, I always want to improve. So whatever I got last year, I got to get more. Now I want to look up what you got last year, just as a <laughs> reference. I thought it was pretty good, and and among the playmakers on BYU's defense, you kind of lead the way in terms of just being all over the place. Um, Let's see. I've almost I've almost got him up here. Uh, okay, so last year, Bronson and I have you for forty three tackles, and you missed I think two games, right? Do the ankle. Three games. Three games. Three games. He says eleven and a half tackles for loss, seven sacks, six pass breakups, seven hurries, one recovered fumble, and one forced fumble. 
So more than that. Yes, a lot more than that. That's a what lot I want. more than that. Okay. <laughs> who who else uh, is a playmaker on that defense? To you, I mean, people don't see 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 this guy a lot, but I'd say Travis Tuiloma. I mean, he does his job down after down, and he's a guy I I love to love to see. Uh, you know, just line up and just boss some people around and. You know, I mean, he might not be in the limelight making those plays, but he's making it so other guys can make those plays, and he's really the the key to the defense. So a guy like Travis, he's really the key to the defense. Okay, at, at nose, at nose. Okay, wow. So, so for the general fan is going to watch the ball, right? Mm-hmm. What what can they watch on the defense that you would say this is how you can tell we're playing well, where they can watch something else. Like you mm. mentioned, Travis Tuiloma, for example. Yeah. I mean, you can watch the D-line and see if they're getting knocked back. You can watch how everyone's running to the ball, um, how hard everyone, the, the front seven is coming off the ball, and just all those things. Bronson Kafusi with us on BYU Sports Nation, the Indominus Rex defender on <laughs> BYU's football team. Bronsonus. No, we'll, we'll get Bronsonosaurus. Bronson. Uh, Bronson. We'll, we'll play with it. Yeah, yeah. We will. It's a work yeah. in progress. <laughs> Absolutely it is. I've heard words today, uh, one from Bronco. He said, we're on the hunt against these teams on the road. We are hunting for these big wins. Jamal Williams said, we're going to eat. You know, he said <laughs> something like that. The dog, the dog mentality. And then you just said, I want to strike. So hunting and eating and striking. These are active verbs. What is it about this, this mentality? Because I feel like you guys are making it a point to be like, look, we're, we're going after it. What changed? Uh, I feel like it's a mentality uh, that everyone has just from last year, uh, going eight and five, third year in a row, um, how things ended, and then as well coming in with – I mean, you have Coach Wintrick who spends most, I mean, in a year of football, we spend most of our time with him. So uh, I think he's done a great job of building that unity, building that mentality of, um, you know, we're going to go after whoever we line up against. Got a question on Twitter for you at Moster Christian. Bronson, will you ever convince your brother, Corbin, to come back to football? Do you want to? <laughs> Corbin needs to stay on the basketball court. Uh, <laughs> came home from his mission. Next day, I told him, you're staying on the basketball court, my friend. He loves football. He loves the football mentality, uh, which will help him in basketball. But even from last year to now, he's so much better, so much more. Uh, he's better at scoring, shooting, uh, Overall, he's just such a better player even now. And we look forward to that with uh, Dave Rose's squad and things get going in late October and early November. Another Twitter question from at LaserSheep. What feels better, and you've experienced both, a well-timed dunk on the basketball court in a big moment or a big sack? Oh, big sack. Easily. That's an e- easy one. I keep telling those basketball players, you guys don't even know. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what it feels like. You think a dunk feels good. Uh, yeah, sack is definitely better. <laughs> and we also shot a commercial with you and Corbin. Um, I don't know if that one's... Is that one airing today? I don't know. There's, I we, can't, we there shot a so bunch many. airing today and tomorrow. Okay, who's the best athlete in the house? Who really is the better athlete in the house? <sighs> well, the majority of 21... When we play 21, I've been winning. Really? So This I, isn't good. I mean, I don't want to put him on the spot, but you have to be honest, right? So Please. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Bronson. Okay, so Bronson says he's the it's better athlete Devin. in the house. It's, De- it's, yeah, it's, it's Devin. Devin. Your brother's Or going. maybe it's Steve. Yeah, who, who knows? Check out the commercial. You'll find out. Next it. question. Who's the better actor, me or Jerem? Oh. 
He speaks Back. Korean. He speaks Korean. <laughs> you don't have anything to do with Korean. <laughs> so you can do more faces, right? You can do different roles. So I speak talk. Portuguese. What does Korean oh. have to do with it? Good answer, dude. Good answer. I get pounded on the elite thing. I get pounded on this. Fine, I'll call Corbin up. Glenn Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we, we were talking about this before the break. Go find Ty Detmer and discuss fishing with him. Get Remington Peck and you and go talk to Ty Detmer about fishing. I'm sure you'll have some epic conversation. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to find out who's the best. I know Rem just catches a ton of those little ones. You know, I go there, I catch the big one. I might not catch a lot of them, but the big one that everyone wants to see. That's so. a shot fired from a previous interview with Remington Peck. That's, that's well we're done. Going hunting. Go hunting for that big fish, namely the opposing quarterback. Yes. Yep, that's right. Bronson, great to have you in Studio B, man. Hey, thank you. Good luck Hashtag in 2015. I Provo days, man. I know it. I know it. Good stuff. Up next. Can you believe it's been two hours? Unreal. What? We will wrap things up. Loaded. BYU Sports Nation two-hour special on BYU Football Media Day. Final thoughts after this. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back on a Friday to Studio B. Hope you're enjoying barbecues, family, and eventually some fireworks tonight. Time to wrap things up, and I'll do so with a question. Who's ready for football on the BYU side. Better yet, who isn't ready for BYU football after reliving some of our top interviews and moments from BYU football's 2015 media day? Hard not to notice the aggressive verbiage that the BYU players are using. We're on the hunt to get in a Power 5 conference. It's time to eat, says Jamal Williams and Bronson Kafusi on the defensive side, saying we are going to strike down opponents. Yeah, I'm on board for that, and I'm guessing that most of you are as well. Now, how will the Cougars face against arguably the toughest September schedule in program history? We'll find out some answers to that question starting on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 64 days, 64 days away from BYU at Nebraska Lincoln Memorial Stadium, a live national audience on ABC, 3.30 Eastern Time, 1.30 Mountain Time kickoff. That's right, a couple of months away from BYU and Nebraska, an actual football game. That wraps things up on our special holiday edition of BYU Sports Nation. Enjoy a safe, relaxing, happy 4th of July with your family and friends. Big thanks to all of our guests and our entire fantastic crew. Shout out to George Washington. Why not? We'll see you on Monday. <laughs>